Welcome back everyone to another Councilman Reviews Podcast, whatever you want to call it. This is bonus content for you and right here in this video or in this audio, whichever you listen to it, this is the review for episode 3 of House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones spin-off show. And joining me, it's not Arik, it's a special guest. It is my friend and fan <laughs> of the show, Cameron Patterson. Cameron, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, I reached out to you. It's like, hey, I, I'm probably going to do this on my own. Are you interested in doing this? Help me <laughs> out. And you directly chimed in. But yeah, welcome. Welcome to the Council on Show. Yeah, thank you. It's such an honor. You know, everyone's probably thinking, what is this strange man doing here? It doesn't feel right. But, you know, I, I'm a good friend of Albert's. We've known each other a long time. And I've been watching this show a while, so it's cool to be actually on it and talk about some TV show stuff. Yeah, it's been it's always great like seeing you whenever in the live chat or anything when you're commenting. Uh, it's always nice uh, having you around. But is this the first time you're actually on a something related to the councilman? Have, or yeah. have I not yet yeah. before? Yeah, first time. Well, you were you were in the background when I was shooting in Atlanta. I don't know. Did you chime in? I don't remember. No, I I hid. <laughs> Oh, you hit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yes, this is the first time. But fair, yes. But yeah, this is uh, we're gonna review the House of the Dragon episode three titled Second of His Name. Um that came out last week, last Sunday. Uh, we just got a chance to review mm-hmm. it now. But yeah, why don't why don't we start with you? What are you know what I have I don't know your thoughts on the show so far. So mm-hmm. brief thoughts on the show for you up to this point, and then thoughts on the third episode on its own as well. Yeah. Just as a show by itself, I think it's awesome. I it feels like we're fully back in Westeros, just with the first three episodes we've seen so far. Uh all the political scheming and but it's a different kind of political scheming. Um, it's more within this family and with the people adjacent to the Targaryen family, all the advisors. So it's kind of a different look at the Game of Thrones, so to speak, kind of through bloodlines. So, And I think that's um, really smart with how they included that in the new intro sequence, too, because that's what it's about Mm -hmm. so far. But, yeah, I think it's great. And it does it feels like Game of Thrones, the better side of game of thrones but it also kind of feels like its own thing too from what i described and a lot more dragons too so i can't complain i've really been liking it so far yeah i definitely couldn't complain about the about the dragon part and i agree with you i've mentioned it uh i've mentioned it already in a uh, different video uh, but I really like how, like you said, this is the political intrigue. But the difference with Game of Thrones is like it's so big and between the different families and houses. Mm-hmm. But this one is like sort of you focus on one group, really, just the Targaryens. Mm-hmm. And obviously there is the high towers that's involved. I think the Lannister is going to be involved soon enough, as we see sort of in this episode. And we also have the um, the sea people, what are they called? Uh, Valerian. I keep on forgetting the name. The Val- yeah, the Valerian. I always forget they're called Valerian because I thought that was the something else. Yeah, but they are cool. Want to see more yeah. of them? Yeah, but I mean, going getting to this episode, uh, I was surprised because last episode, first episode, we start off introduction. Episode two, we had a six months time jump, which kind of surprised me a little. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Starting this episode, it's a three-year time jump. 
I was really surprised. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. we're skipping a lot of time. I get it. They're trying to progress. Obviously, at a, in a couple episodes' time, we're going to get the new cast of Emma um, Emma Mackey. Emma, Emma, Emma no, Darcy. Emma, Emma Darcy yeah. and Olivia Cook as the adult um, Renera and Alison Hightower. So there is a, the, the time jump. Is I'm immense, very worried about that. I am too. Because, I mean, I... I love Olivia, Olivia Cook. I think she's great. I've never seen Emma Darcy in other stuff yet, yeah. so I don't know. And, I mean, she, um, Emily Carey, who plays the younger Alison Hightower, I think she's good. I think she's good with what she is. Mm-hmm. But I really love Millie Alcock as Renera. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. Yeah. So, I don't know when, which episode it's going to happen, but I'm going to be I know, sad. I've heard the reports about when. Do you want me to say or not really? Um... Might might as well. And spoiler warning, if you don't know, just skip ahead like five seconds. Go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what I've heard is it will be episode six is the first one with the new, the older actresses. Okay, so they're literally doing halfway exactly five episodes because it's ten episodes. Yeah. Season, so oh, so okay. it is ten episodes, not eight. No, ten episode season. Okay. Okay. So okay, so that's that's interesting. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we got only a few episodes left with uh, Millie Alcock as Renera, so that's gonna be sad because uh, I, I really think she's great, and I mean, she's a big focal point in this as well. Like I said, the time jump three years, we already see obviously the war is still going on against the crab. Uh, oh, the um, crab eater is it or crab? Crab feeder, crab feeder. Crab... Oh, okay, it was close, right? <laughs> yeah, crab feeder. Uh, crab the feeder, Tragas, yeah. he doesn't, Rahar, yeah, the pirates. Mm-hmm. So that's that's happening. Um, the war is happening with Lord Corliss and Damon fighting it out. And then on the other side, we got Allison already having a son uh, named Aegon. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, reference. All these names like, are so similar. So second times. birthday. Yeah, the second birth, the second birthday of Aegon. And then like they're already trying to push Renera to marry, and she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I again, the time jump surprised me. Mm-hmm. But it kind of makes sense. And I, I kind of hope episode four doesn't have a big time jump again. I kind of want to see how this progresses Because this is, yeah. it, I'm very interested to see, specifically going back to Renera, how she's going to progress. Because she clearly unleashed her frustration in that, uh, in that episode when she mm-hmm. is, it was killing a stag, wasn't it? Yeah. No, 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 no a boar, a boar, a boar. Um, but it was like those deer things no the stag was um viserys i believe oh yeah 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 viserys was killing the stag the deer yeah and then renero was killing the boar and she clearly much out of frustration on her family during that mm-hmm. scene and the, mm-hmm. the look with all the blood's really cool but like yeah. i want to see where it progress i want to see how she grows from that i don't want to see a time jump i don't know if you agree or not i agree the time jumps do scare me and I'm not big into the actual book lore because this is based on an actual book, Fire and Blood, I believe. I don't mm-hmm. know anything from that book since I haven't read it, but um, I think I've heard that it does span a lot of years. So maybe they're just trying to get the full scope of the story uh, by doing these time jumps. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I am scared about it. But because right at the point where she's at now, Renera, she. She has leadership skills. She's just still pretty messy. Kind of like, I don't know, there are parallels to her and Damon Targaryen, her, mm. uh, her cousin. I mean, she's not as bad of a person, but she still has a lot of things to work through. Um, and I don't know if she's quite ready to be a leader yet, but she definitely 
she'd be a more um, fierce ruler than Viserys, obviously. Yeah, I think I think she has the potential to be good, but also at the same time, she haven't been given a chance because no one in the council really want to yeah. give her a chance because she's like she's mm -hmm. a woman, so it's like no, we don't uh, keep pouring keep pouring wine in our glasses. That's all they care about, yeah. uh, which is why again all the frustration of her character comes in there and like being forced to marry uh, Jason Tar Jason Lannister, and it's like <laughs> I don't I don't care about you. I don't want. That and then, like, uh, they're like telling her, Oh, it's for the power of the throne, obviously, like, the, mm -hmm. this whole politics of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's interesting and uh, not, and I don't want to say fun, but it's sort of like intriguing, intriguing yeah. to see that, like, the whole politics behind everything and the coming yeah. of age story as well. Yeah, and all of the politics in not such a serious setting, you know, just something like a birthday, but everybody is fully at work trying to. Um, maneuver their house forward or do something politically like a Lannister is always going to be a Lannister <laughs> always act the same um, mm. kind of slimy and self-righteous kind of thing but mm. uh, it was fun to see more houses at play here just all trying to you know trying to talk to uh, Rhaenyra trying to marry their their son or daughter or themselves to mm. her yeah, and I also I also really like Viserys' arc in this one yeah. along with with Allison because he feel I feel like there's a confliction between him of like I already made my daughter the heir, but now mm. there is this whole thing um, where obviously Daemon is still there. Now I have a son. Am I obliged to make my two year old son the next heir and having to marry already or like mm. already having to deal with all of that? Uh, so the the stress. I I don't think I don't think Viserys is gonna uh, finish the season. Oh I think, no! I think he's biting the dust like soon enough or something. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna get killed or if he die because of stress. I don't know mm -hmm. what's gonna happen. Yeah, well, somehow, um, but you, it, I can definitely tell it's a downward spiral because he's a weak king. I mean, he has good intentions, definitely, but. He's just not the type of person that's fit to rule and make these tough decisions because he yeah he can't make them. He doesn't know how. Um, he doesn't like to adhere to all the like way you're supposed to rule the whole realm, all the like dirty work you have to do as king. He he's not fit to do that really. Uh, and this episode definitely was a big spotlight of how much of a toll it's taking on him. Like when he was killing the stag, it was so uh, yeah. half-hearted. Like he he isn't the type of person that's meant to do this kind of thing. He isn't a hunter. He doesn't like to do all that kind of stuff. So he, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of sad to see really. But Patty Constantine it had some great acting in this episode. No, yeah, I, I keep on saying how Petty Considine is a, a weird actor to cast for a royalty type, but like now I can see it because that's the mm -hmm. reason because he doesn't fit the royalty type. Yeah. So it's like a it's like a counter casting to that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, again, I don't I don't know how many episodes, but he's definitely <laughs> not. I wonder if I wonder if he's gonna bite the dozen episode five and then we have the time jump and then we see like uh yeah, the adult Renera and Allison and Damon, obviously. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm not sure. I have no idea when. Yeah, when the throne will be taken by somebody else, but it's definitely moving towards that somehow. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, um, I mean that that whole arc, that whole family arc right there mm-hmm. uh, with the celebration with Aegon's second birthday. That's 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 a interesting viewpoint there. And then on the other side, obviously, we have the war that's going on. Daemon is stressed out. It's been three yeah. years since the war because obviously the war started, I guess, at the end of last episode, end of episode two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daemon cheats his way to victory. Um, I mean, not <laughs> yeah. fair right there, but I mean, no. I guess it, it works. <laughs> yeah, he he was really cool in this episode, and it was very on character for the type of thing he would do. And mm-hmm. Matt Smith just had a commanding presence without hardly saying a word at all the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, did he? Yeah, he doesn't really. Now you point out he doesn't say that much this episode. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's probably just tired. He just want to like win, <laughs> win and get this over with. <laughs> yeah, that's what it seemed like. Or he was just like, F it. I'm, I'm getting help. No, I, I can't. I'm not going to get help from my brother. F that. I'm just going to go out there and do this myself right now. And he doesn't really have any concern for his life. No, I mean, oh yeah, I mean, he he have he doesn't. There's nothing really for him. Well, I don't want to say for him to live for, but he's like, <laughs> he's just like sort of, sort of, like you said, he doesn't care about his life. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm just gonna go for it. Yeah. At this point, so yeah, um, that's like the that seems like the attitude that he's doing. Also, like I'm not sure if this is like a thing, but I feel again, like I said, this is unfair because he literally waved the white flag and then they got ambushed. Yeah. I don't know like what the rules are in war, but is that legal? Do you no, know? I mean, I mean, isn't that just a like a can common you thing? Do, can you do that? Like, exactly. If, if like in World War One, like somehow we fake out uh, who's who's the bad guy in World War One? Uh, isn't let's it say World Germany? War? Let's say World War Two. We fake out Germany putting the white flag, and then we ambush them. Hi, oh, yeah. is that legal? <laughs> I feel like it's not, or like it's just really yeah. some really big BM, some just huge BM bad manners. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I feel like it would be illegal. I mean, even that in that kind I mean, of time, you everybody never, you never see it happen. That's why. I know. <laughs> it's strange that we don't hear more about that in history because I feel like people would have tried it. Isn't that right? like the easiest way? I mean, if you're already a cheater, that's probably the easiest thing to do is throw up the surrender flag and then yeah get them exactly i'm curious if anyone knows what the rule is <laughs> in waving white flag in an actual battle uh tweet at us uh at the council and show let us know what it is because i don't know yeah um, and also the crab feeder's just dead like it isn't something like the night king where it's going to be a looming um danger throughout the whole season crab feeder's oh, just done. dead yeah they're done yeah, the pirates are the pirates are gone, which is Killed off which screen. is kind of which is a little bit weird. Again, I guess this is a time jump and everything. It feels a little bit weird because they built the crab feeders, they built mm-hmm. it up a little bit yeah. in episode two, and then episode three, it's like boom, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we didn't, yeah. we didn't really see them. They described that the war is long and they're like losing, but we didn't really see them in their dominant because literally the time we see them is they got ambushed directly, so we didn't really see their power. Yeah. So that was interesting choice that they decided to do this. Yeah, if there was ever a flaw with the show for me, it would be the time jumps kind of make mm. some of the stuff have less of an impact, like the crab feeder. Or maybe it, it's intentional. Maybe it wasn't supposed to feel like a big impact and it was just supposed to throw us off the trail of what's going on 
or like subvert our expectations. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to see what the whole show, show turns out to be. But that's just kind of my one small uh, gripe with the show right now. No, that makes sense. I, I think I have the exact same like agreement with you. Because like everything else, I, I love the performance. I love the world building. I love the politics. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the music. Like everything, like you said, I think yeah. it's great. The dragons are good. Like we didn't even mention the dragons in the third yeah. act, especially with Valerian. I keep forgetting that they're not the Targaryens are not the only one with dragons. Now Valerians also have dragons. So when that yeah. happens, like oh shit, that's right. Because mm-hmm. um, like, they have some those... Targaryen blood. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's the it's the Essos thing. It's like Valeria coming from Valeria and coming from yeah. Essos. They have like blood. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of that is good. But like you said, yeah, the only issue I sort of had is that I wish they slowed down a little because we're three episodes mm-hmm. in. We're three years in. <laughs> we've we've went through three years and three episodes. I was like, yeah, I kind of want to slow down a little. And we're gonna we know we're gonna have a big time jump again. Yeah. So it's like. I kind of want to slow down, but yeah. What if it time jumps big enough next episode where Viserys is just dead? He dies of old age. Like, <laughs> that's uh, they wouldn't do that because that would just feel so weird because they're building his character and his arc so much. But, you know, stuff like that worries me. Yeah. It's, it's the time jump get multiplied every time. Like it was six months and then it goes to three years. What multiple is that? And then like it, it multiples again, the, the more, the more that amount. That's exponential. And then... That's a lot. <laughs> It's clear, uh, yeah. By the by, the time of the ten of tenth episode, it's like already the nearest is born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Wicked, I guess, because the end of Wicked is like where Wizard of Oz kind of starts. The st- the play, yeah. Okay, I've never seen Wicked, but okay, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as a whole, it's a solid episode. I don't know if this is my favorite episode. I think episode two is still probably my favorite. Because um, okay. yeah. that episode focused a lot on Renera, who is my favorite character currently. Mm-hmm. But this one is there. Again, I don't know. I might kind of like episode one more than this one, too. I think this is out That's of the fair. three episodes, this is my least favorite, but I still like it a lot. How, I don't mm-hmm. know about you. Yeah, I mean, episode one was a really good intro. It's one that checked all the Game of Thrones boxes, had all the violence, it had all the gore and politics, it had everything. Um, Mm. So that was a good intro episode. And episode two dove much farther into just the politics and scheming. It wasn't as flashy necessarily, which that was really good too. But I think I like episode three the most, which I haven't heard a lot of people say that because it has a good mix of both it cuts between it pretty good and i just think the series is downfall personal downfall in this is just so well done that that kind of makes it a little bit better for me i just thought it was really good yeah no that that's that's totally fair um i can i can understand that and yeah no like you said the Viserys downfall is imminent he's stressed out he's aging faster than a u.s president during their term <laughs> um, i know yeah but yeah i mean is there anything else you'd like to add to this episode in terms of your opinions or anything like that i don't know how we didn't uh mention this yet but what? some of the political scheming includes Otto hightower advising that uh, Veneri's marry her two-year-old brother. That is nuts. Wait, who marries? Who marries who? Well, Otto Hightower, the hand of the king, yeah, suggests yeah, yeah, yeah. to Viserys that 
Brineris should marry her two-year-old brother. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's even worse than the predicament in episode Otto, two. Otto is already a very is a very scheming dude. Yeah, he reminds he reminds me of um. Well, you know what? That doesn't make sense. I was about to say, I was about to Red say, like he, he schemes, <laughs> he schemes like the Tyrells, but not really, because the Ty- Tyrells are smart, and he's just like he's slimy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if he was smart, he would know that Viserys would have a bad uh, reaction to that because he was disgusted and he didn't know what to say. It stressed him out. So I don't know. He's not good at kind of. Um, Hiding his true intentions, that he's pretty much showing his whole hand there. Yeah, very true. Yeah, that that'll be interesting to see um, how how his character is tackled in the next episode as well. Yeah, yeah, Reese Funds is great. I mean, the whole cast has been doing a great job. I don't have a problem mm-hmm. with anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, and one last thing, I guess I just remember um, the uh, what is his name? Sir Kristen Cole, I like I like yeah. their friend. I like his friendship between him and Renera. We didn't mention it, but he have a mm-hmm. nice friendship there. Well, but mm-hmm. hopefully we see more of those. Uh, going yeah, ahead. that was sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> but yes, from that, I think that's all for me. Uh, you're chugging your wine. Um, oh yeah, ch- chugging for wine. That's not a, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, si- sipping with my pinky. Sipping. <laughs> Uh, but not nothing else to add then yeah uh cameron thank you for being on here uh is there uh, would you like to plug anything on social media or anything that you're doing (laughs) can find you on nope just if you find me you find me but i'm not gonna give it to you (laughs) okay fair fair enough (laughs) mystery right there uh but yeah no you can you can find me at jawiradharma on twitter Instagram and TikTok. Find me out there when I post all kinds of stuff on all three platforms, as well as Jaw Movies YouTube channel and Letterboxd. It's Jaw Movies, J A W Movies, one word. Um, and in the Jaw Movies YouTube channel, this is where you can watch the video version of this review of the Councilman reviews. Otherwise, if you're not watching this but you're listening to it, then you must be listening on the Councilman Apple's podcast, Spotify, Castbox, wherever audio feeds. So. Uh, thank you for listening there. If you're watching, then check out the podcast and audio feed over there. And also find the Councilman Show at Councilman Show on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd as well. So you can send us an email at councilmanshow at gmail.com and we can read it out loud during the show. But thank you uh, once again, everyone, for watching. Thank you, Cameron, for being a great guest here today. And yeah, um, what does what does the, what does the council say? The council doesn't say anything. Well, you know what? The council, the councilman has spoken. Dracaris. We'll think about something for next episode. <laughs> but yeah, there we go. Dracaris.